When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mojo. This is the Rich Eisen Show with guest host Ben Lyons. How do you think Mike McCarthy came off last night during the first episode? I'm I was just I'm curious what else he's got up his sleeve when it comes to movie reference. Yeah, I was, yeah. Cu- I I was want to know more about Mike McCarthy yeah. the cinephile. Maybe Rush Hour. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? The Rich Eisen Show. Earlier on the show, 12-year NFL veteran and Super Bowl champion Will Blackman, columnist for the undefeated Clint. Yates. Coming up, former Survivor contestant Shane Powers. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Ben Lyons. Welcome back to the Rich Eisen Show. Hour three rolls on. Cheaty check, check. Ben Lyons in for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show. Moments away from Survivor turned nightclub promoter, Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, radio host, sports card trader, Shane Powers. <laughs> That's a lot. But I saw this story kind of cool. Built Brands to pay tuition for all BYU football walk-ons. Built Brands LLC, a protein bar company, announced an unprecedented enhanced agreement with BYU football to pay for the tuition of all the walk-ons on the football team. Kind of crazy. The new kind of deal for college athletes, name, image, and likeness. That's cool. Love that. Inspiring stuff out there in Provo. All right, we switch gears now, and I love people with great life experience. I think it brings so much to the sports conversation. We're all a collection of our own experiences, and I'm very very flattered to be able to call this guy a friend because on paper, guys like this don't like guys like me. But somehow we've been (laughs) able to work it out and been great friends over the years, and he's a friend of yours too, TJ. Shane Powers joins the show, who I say is Los Angeles' only Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan. <laughs> I know there are more people in L.A. with Bucks jerseys on as of late. But Shane Powers, walk me back to your earliest memories of being a Buccaneers fan in Los Angeles and what that was like. Yo, first of all, morning. Morning. And I'm having a really cool moment because TJ's there, you're there, <laughs> Rich is on vacation, he got it somewhere. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so happy. He's got a great people picker, man. He's got the right guys uh, in the in the in the spot right now. All right, how my first Bucks moment, 1979. My mom is working hard on the railroad. Where she's a single mother, we don't have a ton of loot. My Christmas present, my big Christmas present, was a Sports Illustrated subscription. Those are and major. the first it was for my birthday, Christmas, November-ish. And the first issue I ever got was Dewey and Leroy Selman sacking a quarterback, and it was when the Bucks had gone zero and twenty-six over their first two years, and then their third year they came out seven and zero. And nobody could believe it. And so they were the big story. And I just remember seeing that and going, that's my squad. Because in Nebraska, we, you know, there, there isn't really any oxygen for a pro football team in Nebraska because of the Cornhuskers' obsession. And so I didn't have any regional. I guess I had the Chiefs or 
I might have had Chicago, but I just I was like, that's my squad. And it was at first very painful. And it's also been amazing because 40 years later, my son, who's 28 and grew up in L.A. is a big Buccaneers fan. It's the only thing I made him, uh, him, the Tampa and the Huskers. And so we've had this really wonderful journey. He's having fun now because, I mean, let me ask you guys a question, Rich and TJ, and anybody else in that building. And I don't want to say it. I don't want to say it out loud. But is this potentially a year when a pro football team could end up doing something that only one other pro football team has ever done on paper with the 22 that we got back. Is that a possibility? Yes. Oh, Del Tufo, right? Yes. I a hundred percent. Brockman, you had some feeling about this, right? That's just a flat snap. Yes. A hundred percent. Well, Shane is Brockman here. Yeah. As you as you know, going undefeated is is next to impossible. It's only happened once. The page, say, the, I can't say that word. You can, but I can't. But yeah, it's next to impossible. I said it's happened. It's happened once. The Patriots almost did it. They were a, a you know a helmet away from doing it. Yeah, they were Rodney Harrison, like, oh, that guy. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to say it's not. I I think it is possible. I think the Bucks are absolutely stacked. Like you said, all 22 Super Bowl starters are back. Tom Brady is just like a vampire. Like it's unbelievable. I, 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 there's no reason to think that it's going to happen, but there's no reason to think it's not going to happen. Like I, I can't you, believe this is even in your you world, Shane. As a Buccaneers fan for life, can you believe the fact that we're sitting here in August and even debating this? Like seriously, it's it's really bizarre. And you know, you you if you're not from New England, you have sort of a wild hatred for Brady just because it's not fun. I mean, you guys are so good, but then he comes here, he comes to Tampa, and you get behind it, and then you are a part of his whole thing. <laughs> and he's truly the GOAT. I mean, he's, he, it's ridiculous. And I, I just, if we're talking about GOAT stories, could you imagine this guy winning his eighth ring and doing the other thing? I mean, that would have to be the it. That would have to be it for him, would it not? Would that walk him into the sunset? No, he's going to play forever. I'm convinced. I think I, he's going to play deep into his fifties at I, this point. If, I, I don't see why. Not. If Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl this year, Angels undefeated. undefeated, they should like physically remove him. Like, there's nothing left for you to do, Tom. We are no <laughs> like he is no longer allowed to play football. That's it. You're done. You're done. That's it. Like your contract <laughs> is ripped up. It's set on fire. Thank you for playing. He's not uh, gonna Russell quit. Simmons. He's gonna, not going to quit. Though. He's not going to quit. They have to make him stop. That's it. Like, well, like Ben and I were talking about this while playing golf yesterday. Like Brady is one of those guys. You, you see all the second careers from all these people. Like Brady doesn't know anything other than playing football. I think he would just be super bored without it. Yep. Yeah, Shane. Do you see 100%. him opening packs on crackpot breakers? What's Brady going to do after <laughs> Super Bowl? I mean, I mean crackpot breaks, Ben. Get it right now. Breaks, yeah, not breakers. TJ, TJ joins us on the break. It is so fun. We pulled some crazy cards last night. It was a, it was a blast. Anybody that ever wants to break cards, come through because we, uh, we talk, we have fun. In the meantime, the thing about Brady is this, and this is the only weird thing. I have first of all he's very he's very aware I would imagine of his branding and his marketing and if you're telling a story about the goat to leave with your eighth ring as you've done the one thing that no other team has done since the early 70s in a in a season where they're adding a game 
I just feel like maybe that could be the thing that sends him off. Other than that, there is a. How about this? I don't know if I don't know. As grown men, I know that you guys have all, on some level, proven yourself to yourself, right? And there's a hole in it. There's got there's something still in Brady that drives him to do this that I don't think is entirely healthy. It's it's what these what does Brady gotta do? to prove himself to himself, to get on with something else. Like, I've got seven rings. I've got these beautiful kids. i got a wife. Like, I'm 45. Is it, what is the thing that drives him? I think the thing that drives him, and no disrespect to this guy, but there's a thing in him that hasn't been quenched because it's impossible to do what he's doing without some kind of weird hole or issue. I mean, you think about all of the greats, like Romo, unbelievable talent, great leader, but the guy has like got a great life and a good way and wife, and he plays golf, and he doesn't seem to have that hole, and that's, I think, the biggest reason why he couldn't get over. But you look at other guys that are great, they, they have some kind of thing inside of them that they've got to fix. And I, how is Brady still? How, have you ever done anything that good for that long? I mean, you get bored, or you're like, I want to go try and do something, something else. else. Yep. Shane, what I've been on this show for three weeks. I've loved it, but I'm very excited for next week because yeah. it's going to be a new set of challenges and a new opportunity. Yeah. The idea of Brady still doing it, like you said, you know, reinvention, the path to self discovery, something you know very well. When you look at all the different lives you've lived and challenges you've taken on in your in yourself and in your career and your life, it's led you to this moment. He's back at another training camp, back at another film session. The grind is is just relentless with he him. Could, he could just love the game and love being Tom Brady. And he could be afraid of what Tom Brady means after he no longer does what he's the greatest of all time at doing. So I... I don't know. It would be wonderful to sit down and have a conversation with that guy and ask him, yo, are you good with your dad? Are you good with your mom? Like, what is going on that drives that? <laughs> because I don't know what else this guy's got to do to prove himself to himself. It's, anyway, it's, I don't mean to hide it's, you. It's, it's, no, it's the unhealthy gonna, obsession. For sure. And to be guy. honest, he's probably not going to have to do too much in order for that undefeated season to happen because their defense is loaded. As somebody who knows this team, loves the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what do you love about their defense in particular and especially their linebacking core? Well, I think their biggest their biggest win is Levante David. Now, he is the most underrated linebacker potentially of all time, and he anchors that defense. And so when you've got a guy that good anchoring the middle, it allows Shaq Barrett it'll, and especially Devin White, the, the, young, the young buck, I mean, all that dude really has to be responsible for on that defense is being fast and getting to the ball and making plays because he's got he's got the he's he's got Levante David kind of running and backing up and being the anchor of that whole team. So, I mean, I don't I literally I, I have I have thought about all of the different scenarios. Levante David anchoring that defense. You've got Shaq Barrett who's sort of like maturing a little bit, and then you've got this kid who just can run around and make plays. I, it's I, I don't I don't I don't I don't. Have you seen their schedule? Do you guys? I'm sure you guys. Somebody's got a schedule in front of them. Is what is the potential hang up game? 
in that season if we're talking about the the, the U well, word. Obviously, Shane, week one against the Dallas Cowboys is going to be, <laughs> you know, that's the first thing they got to worry about. So, you know. you know, TJ, how do you feel about your team? Look, man, <laughs> as, as as a Dallas Cowboys fan, you know, every every year, and I say this to these guys, if you're a fan of a team, every year you pretty much have to go in thinking you're going to win the Super Bowl, right? Regardless if you realistically have a chance or not, or why else go through all the pain that you have to endure as a, as a football fan. Shane, can you imagine TJ Super Bowl week here in Los Angeles if the Cowboys make it to SoFi? <laughs> it would be so obnoxious. No, it would be, it would be another sort of – wackadoo for sure <laughs> but they're not making it they've got real trouble i mean they got they, they're not ready they're they're not built back up on defense i'm not a huge i'm not all the way in on dak uh i think zeke zeke's performance is directly connected to dak so if dak doesn't do well i don't think zeke, you know zeke's one of those really odd strange wonderful type football players. I mean, he is, he is unbelievably good, but he's got a little bit of that Ricky Williams. Like there's more to this than football thing going on. And I think he's, I think he's can, I think his performance is, how about, let me ask you a question. Cause I, I I've got, I've been, I've been in a dynasty keeper league for 30 years and we went to a oh. straight keeper in 2000. So all we do is draft rookies, right? My son made a big move. He traded away a number one round pick, a first rounder and a second rounder because he's all the way in on CeeDee Lamb. Mm-hmm. I want to know what you think about CeeDee Lamb, Jeff. I, I, think, I think Boston made the right move there, Shane. I'm all in on CeeDee Lamb. I feel like, you know, I, obviously I think Amari Cooper is the, the wide receiver one on the Cowboys, but I think that is probably going to change by the end of this season. CD is looking like he is the next big thing. I mean, I don't know if that's my cowboy fandom no, coming is, through. It if that's is, just but my, might be right. It's my, a little bit of both. Yeah, if it's just my football fandom, but I, man, I, I'm all in on CD Lamb, bro. I really am. Shane Powers oh, joins the show. Former Survivor on CBS worked in nightlife, has a radio show and podcasts in the 30 year keeper league. Now he's opened up packs every night on crackpot breaks. Mm-hmm incredible reinvention to self-discovery let's go back to the beginning though we've talked a lot this week Shane about which NFL reporters which NBA reporters would do well on a show like Survivor who could live off the land would Sal Palantonio be someone that you would want to build an alliance with (laughs) that written segue was incredible you delivered that with intense intense passion I would say this Sal Palantonio would be a jury guy. He would get to the jury. I don't think he has I don't think he's got the moxie to win the game. Now that doesn't mean that he's not gonna have I, I, I it doesn't mean that he's not gonna do well. He's just not gonna win. I mean how, you fire off some names and I'll let you know. How do you think Jane Slater does for the NFL network? I mean I I don't even know who that is. You gotta <laughs> we gotta move on. And I have no disrespect to James Slater. Who's James Slater? They say it works for NFL Network, covers the Cowboys. She was very passionate about her odds of hunting for food. She thinks she's very resourceful. Uh, who I else is on the list, Brockman? I, I think Mina Kimes Mina is someone Kimes. that could go all the way, Shane. You like her? I don't. I, listen, again, I don't know enough about who is the 
Who was the Who was the young woman that the host the morning NFL football show? Kay Adams. Adams. Kay Adams. I think she would do really, really well. I think she would do incredibly well. I think she's she's incredibly bright. She, you know, you know, you ever you ever hang out with? And again, I'm not trying to be sexist or misogynist, but you ever hang out with? There are times when you're hanging out with women and they want to bond with you as a man, and they over. They start overanalyzing or over starting giving you over statistics about football and stuff, and it's really it's adorable, but it can be annoying. She doesn't seem or doesn't. When I listen to her talk about sports, I truly believe what she's talking about. So I, I for me, I think that she would do. I think she would do unbelievably well. She also manages those three personalities really well, which is important when you're trying to play. Survivor, because she's sort of the quarterback of that whole thing, right. and I don't believe those three dudes think that that's going on. But she's she's the anchor to that whole thing. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's go I to the more you classic. Lose, you could lose any of those other dudes. You can't lose her on that show. Right. Let's go to the host then. Like, how do you? How would you rate Rich and Dan Patrick on Survivor? <laughs> this would be a, this would be amazing. I mean, I don't. <laughs> Dan, when I you know when I was growing up, I think Dan would have been a real, real. He would have been a real uh, uh, chance to win it. The he's he's gotten a little curmudgeony in his old age, and there's a little bit of a curmudgeony element that does not play on Survivor at all. Now he's he's about He's got enough. He's super charming. So a little bit of if he if he can if he can stay in the charming lane with the sort of curmudgeony older guy, he might have a shot. But I would say his chances were way better twenty years ago than they are now. Also, Dan's got himself a real life. Like he's he's all the way set up. And so when you when you, that's the other element you guys don't understand. You put Dan Patrick on an island with no food and no water. And he's like, yeah, no, that's not what's going on. I mean, he, he <laughs> there would be a severe. That's not how I live my life anymore. So, Rich would have a better shot than Dan. But when they were both in their prime, I believe Dan has a better shot than Rich. I believe there was a little bit of a when Rich was young and coming up. There was a little. There was an excitement to him that was infectious. But I think also that that excitement could have been annoying, especially if you haven't eaten in 15 days. <laughs> like a real go-getter, overexcited in life kind of guy. You're like, bro, you got to take that elsewhere. <laughs> I haven't right. had a shower right. in three weeks, dude. I am not trying to be overexcited about <laughs> nothing right now. Yeah, you haven't bathed in three weeks. You don't want to talk about archery highlights from the Olympics. I totally get it. Uh, who would be the favorite then, Shane? We'll leave with this one. Who's the favorite for NFL reporter survivor? Kidding. I, it's interesting. You don't. You don't. You didn't bring up Stephen A. because he would be out like in the first three, right? He's too much. <laughs> you didn't bring up like guys like Al Michaels. Like Al Michaels oh. in his prime would have walked into a ring. I mean, there's I, there's no. He's the full Monty. He's the complete guy. He's charming. He knows when to lay back. He knows when to take. Uh, he knows when to take initiative. Like Al Michaels would have been of all of the people that I know of in the sports announcing thing, Al Michaels would have been the easiest lock to win Survivor. What about Costas, Shane? There is something about Costas, I would imagine, if I was sitting with Bob and there were six to go, 
I got to believe there's a moment where I'm like, Bob's up to something, and Bob is smarter than me, and so we got to take Bob out. <laughs> Shane, you're the greatest. I, I hope your Buccaneers get back to the Super Bowl. I hope. What? I, I said, you're the greatest. I hope your Buccaneers get back to the Super Bowl, and I hope we vote Costas off the island. I do, too. Shane Powers joining the show. And also, Ben, I've, I've spent, Shane has taken a few thousand of my dollars Whoa, on this uh, crackpot breaks. I'm, I'm addicted. I've gotten Brockman on his page. Oh, yeah. it's, it's, Shane's been taking my money for years. First, it was my nightclub money, then, it was my baseball card money, and now it, <laughs> it's uh, radio money. Yeah, he's taking all of it. So uh, We're having a, yeah, with the, 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 the card breaking, I think my son and I are going to put our LeBron James rookie card up for auction at Golden Auction. We bought it like 20 years ago. Yeah, this is a great story. And we it was like a $160 pack. We bought the card. Him and I both freaked out. We put it in a piece of plastic. Then it got lost, like this happens with everybody in their cards, for like yeah. a decade. He found it a few years ago. Then you got to take it and get it graded. you got to hope for the best. We ended up getting a 9 and a 10 on the auto. And so it's. Uh, I think we're just going to put it up in the. It's been a really, really fun twenty-year thing with that card. So you got to root us in on the auction. It's going in soon. Awesome, man. Good Reinvention, luck. the path to self-discovery. I love good it, Shane. Luck, Thanks man. for taking some time, man. Of course, boys. You guys have a really good day. That was. Awesome. And I'm sure I'll. I'll you'll get about 130, yeah. 140 bucks out of me this weekend. Shane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. See you in them streets. See <laughs> <laughs> uh, fellas. All right, bro. We've been talking all week great. long about NFL reporters competing on Survivor. So why not bring on yeah. someone who competed on Survivor? That made sense, especially the way he broke down. Like <laughs> He was breaking it down. Being hungry for 15 days, yeah, that would make you go like, I don't want to hear nothing from nobody. The old I, photos I, of Shane on Survivor I, mean, I don't are know if you guys wild, are still watching Survivor. Like, nothing like that anymore. This show is so incredible, and he's so right about Bob. Like, when, there's, when you're down to, like, the final... Seven, six, five people. There's one dude who's always scheming, and everyone sniffs it out, and they're like, we got to get rid of this dude. Yep, and it would be Costas. And it would be Bob. For sure. Bob's gone. Not making the final four. And then he'd be crushed. He'd be like, I never saw this coming. You know, you're like, I'm blindsided. And then Bob Costas doing a farewell monologue oh, to the tribe right. on Survivor. As the credits roll in the, the last 30 seconds. Jeff says the tribe has spoken. The way he signed off the 98 NBA finals and predicted the future of the NBA to a T, that would be incredible. Costa saying goodbye to everyone who voted him off. In Switzerland, it's illegal to own only one guinea pig because they are prone to loneliness. Yes, exactly. Bob's throwing those things out on the island to make you forget about the fact that you're hungry and haven't showered in a week. Remember, if there's one coconut left, only one of you will be able to get the nutrients. (laughs) I say farewell. (laughs) Bob How Costa. like can we talk to who who runs Survivor? I forget who it is. Uh, Mark Maybe, Burnett. Mark I think. Burnett. Yeah. yeah. Can we get him yeah, on the line? Why not? Let's like, get him. Like, Adam, Adam's working the phones. Eight four four two zero four. Rich. Hey Adam, just call one of the biggest producers like, in Hollywood for us. Thanks. Get NFL reporter Survivor. Oh, fantastic. Like, let's go. Rich can go oh, on. Joe Buck. Like I mean, Joe oh, Buck, Tarico, Sal oh, Powell, Tarico, James. Former players can't have former no, players. No former players. Like. Yeah, Jane and Albert Breer, like with this perfect Nantucket team. Glazer. Glazer. Glazer would win. Glazer could win. He's another one. He could win. Scoopage. 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 Eisen has been called out. I could see Glazer burying food, hiding Schefter it, not Glazer. telling the tribe, and then having his own secret stash of food. Yeah. 
He Glazer would. This be, is what I want. This want is it. this is the people need this. <laughs> More highbrow radio next, <laughs> and Lions in for Rich <laughs> on a Thursday. Here we got two football games tonight. Mac Ten tonight. Let's go. And Lions in for Rich. The Rich Eisen Show rolls on. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O O O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed there's somebody on Twitter, and it could be Bob, at real underscore Bob Costas. Then you read the Twitter bio, and you begin to think something could be up, because it says former NBC Sports broadcaster, 21-time Emmy Award winner, 11-time Olympic host, president and sole member of the BCFC Bob Costas Fan Club. <laughs> Doesn't sound like Bob. No. So, I wanted to make sure that we're all buttoned up. And inviting here on the Rich Eisen Show to discuss this very subject is none other than the real, actual, 100% authentic Bob Costas. How are you, Bob? I'm good, Rich. Late last night and then again this morning when I woke up, <laughs> dozens of texts, some claiming it must be real, some saying this can't be true. Yes. And one said, this is the best indication that hell has frozen over <laughs> since the 04 Red Sox or the 2016 Cubs. <laughs> but I am here to assure you and everybody else yes. that the fires of hell are still very much blazing because I am absolutely not on Twitter. They have taken the bogus account down. And I began thinking, you know, what would actually, what would I have to do before I ever deigned to be on Twitter? 
what? Like binge watch the Real Housewives of Orange County? <laughs> Make a return trip to Sochi just for the nostalgia of the pink eye episode? <laughs> Star in a school to basketball? Or, or just for you, just for you, Rich? Yes, Bob. Make a special trip to the NFL Combine. <laughs> All those things will happen before I'm ever on Twitter. <laughs> I mean, a prequel to basketball would be pretty epic. Prequel. I like it. Yeah. That, you know what? I have to admit that. So the Zucker brothers asked me to do a sequel, especially with Al Michaels at my side. Yes. The basketball. It must, it must be done. I All right, it there you go. Public. Okay. So this is the real Bob Costas. We okay. can confirm oh, that oh, now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Twitter needs that. Oh my gosh. Oh. Uh, I mean, of all the things in the world, uh, I, <laughs> So did you, did you, did you, uh, your son, uh, tweeted it out that this is not you. When I saw the, the first screen grab that, that Keith sent to me, Yes. one tip off should be, look, I'm a reasonably humble and self-effacing guy, Yes. but would I knowingly shortchange myself seven Emmys? <laughs> the guy couldn't even get the number of Emmys right. Exactly. I said that. I said 21 yeah. seems a little light. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You gotta pull a scam, get your ducks in a row. <laughs> Just got one of the best tweets I think I've ever gotten in my career on social media. At I am Ben Lyons. You can be a part of the show at Rich Eisen Show. Ben Lyons in for Rich. I got this tweet from at David F. Jackson 5. We appreciate you listening and watching Ooh. the show. Sal Palantonio served as a surface warfare officer in the United States Navy, 1979 to 1983, and was awarded the United Nations Medal in 1983. He served aboard USS Olette and the USS Haleakala. He would freaking destroy on Survivor. (laughs) (laughs) A photo of Sal Pal in his Navy uniform. I did not know that Sal... Serves a new clubhouse That's leader. That's incredible. Sal Palantonio, the favorite in Vegas right now for the NFL reporters competing on a show like Survivor that we invented here on the Rich Eisen Show. I love that tweet. That was great. <laughs> Think about it. Sal Pal. Sal Pal. Trying to survive off the land. Him and Mortensen deciding on who should kill the squirrel they eat to make it through the night. It'd be great. It'd be great television. See, that's the thing is like people may go in with this information and then suddenly Sal is the number one threat. And so everyone rallies against to get him out right away. That's what's great about Survivor. You got to lay low. Yeah, the alliance. Got to lay low. I think, he was, I think Shane was right about Al Michaels. Low. He would know when to be in the mix, when to right. lay back. That's what it takes to be a great announcer. Right. Sometimes you just let the, the stadium noise carry the moment. Other times you need to add to what's happening. Yeah, that's what makes Joe Buck so good. Yeah. Sometimes, uh, you know, brevity, what are they, brevity is the genius of wit, wit or something. Yeah. However that phrase goes, like sometimes you got to lay out, let the moment take over, let the scenes, let the director do his job, his or her job. And uh, that's what makes the moment so special. And sometimes you need to know in life when something is just not for you. Yesterday, I put a $10 bet on a baseball game. <laughs> My thought process was, well, the t- Toronto Blue Jays, East Coast team, Cold City team, they're out here in Southern California. They're right. on the Anaheim Angels. You ever right. been down to the Big A? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Love the Big A. Great center of retail, shops, 
Beautiful. Dinner. Restaurants. Things starting to open beautiful. up a little bit. It's beautiful down maybe there. Maybe Vlad Guerrero Jr. Uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Maybe he just wanted to do it big at Disneyland and didn't get a proper night's sleep. <laughs> so that somehow that might impact the game. Take you a ride the on the Rise of the Resistance yeah. ride. You know, have you know, a the fun. fireworks go off at like 10 o'clock every night yeah, at Disneyland. Like, they go off late. Hear people screaming on Matterhorn. Maybe Vladimir Guerrero Jr. <laughs> Wants to see the light parade. Wants you know, to see the light a, parade. It's like after dark. Maybe Vladimir <laughs> Guerrero Jr. is just such a fan of Small World. Oh, yeah. That he wanted to ride it again and again and again. And he had it stuck in his head. And that was distracting him when he was coming to the plate. This is what I'm thinking of as a baseball you- better when I put it down on the Angels. Plus one forty five on the money line. They lost ten to two. So, <laughs> do, we, do we realize that this isn't made for us? We're not supposed to be doing this with our per diem money here on the. Uh, or do we run it back? Rich Eisen show. Or do we Ooh. run it back? Hoskins saying Otani hit another home run. Otani hit a home run last night. League winning thirty eighth, I believe, and he's pitching tonight. Oh, if he's pitching tonight, let's definitely run it back. Let's pull a Buccaneers and <laughs> lost that ten bucks. We might have to double down. Also, bad. Speaking of running back, on Otani, you are uh, drawing the ire of Packers Nation. Oh, really? Oh. There's some yeah. grown men with yeah. cheese on their head who are upset with me today. Yeah, because uh, you're saying, uh, you know, why? Why it's, if Green Bay's running it back and they're going to take a step in the wrong direction? Why is that the case? If the Bucs are running it back, they're the clear-cut Super Bowl favorite. Because yeah, the Buccaneers won the Super Bowl. <laughs> they beat you in your backyard and then won the Super Bowl. So let's run it back. Yes. There is obviously some type of dissension with Green Bay a little bit, right? I mean, at least with Rodgers is concerned. they're holding on to dark energy. They're holding on to the energy of the past. It's gross. You can feel it on your skin. It's heavy. It weighs you down trying to recapture moments of your own life where you once were living a life you were proud of or had success or you were into it. And, and now years later, you're trying to hold on to those memories. There's nothing worse than Jerry O'Connell's character and can't hardly wait. <laughs> when that guy Trip comes McNeely. to the end of the party, Trip McNeely. <laughs> when he comes to the end of the party and he's in college and he's at the big high school party, that's the worst. <laughs> I, I feel like see- that might be the Green Bay Packers this year. I'm not sure if I get that correlation, though. The fact that they made it to an NFC title game last year has nothing to do with this year. No. Then... Okay, they're going to come back to the high school party of the NFL season. Like, yeah, last year was great. You know, (laughs) I went to the title game, and we were on top of the world. And that was last year. No new energy on that team. Now, I'm just going to tell you that someone's going to listen to you and then go, well, then why do the Bucks not have that yeah, same thing? Because their energy won them a Super Bowl. It's awesome. And they're the same team. I'm just telling Green you. Green, Bay's, Green Bay's quarterback can't wear white pants. Oh. <laughs> and they had no drama in the offseason. That's the thing. No drama in the offseason. None. No distractions. No questions. Even Brady. We didn't see anything like. Who's the backup quarterback really in Tampa? I don't even know. Blaine Gabbert. Blaine Gabbert. If he goes and, and goes on two touchdown drives for a series, everyone going to be talking in Tampa? Oh, should Blaine Gabbert? No. Nope. <laughs> Jordan Love lights it up? Distraction. Bad energy. <laughs> yeah, Rodgers is going to play it all. It's all Jordan Dark Love. Dark energy. Did they go out and get J.J. Watt, the Wisconsin kid? Talks of him coming home to the Packers? Did they go out and get him, bring some new energy to that defense? Could have had a Russell Westbrook nope. type story. They didn't do that. Better. It's the same thing if the Lakers last year were like, let's run it back. No, they lost. Why would you run it back? You can't. 
You lost. You got to do something different. Change Run it back up. with the Packers. Sure. Good luck with that, guys. Yeah, I don't know. Hey, let's let's talk Tom Brady with Jeff in Detroit. Hey, Jeff. Jeff, what's happening, what up, my Jeff, Jeff, what's happening, buddy? What up, though? Going on, family. My cousin the fort down. What up, cousin? It's funny. I was listening earlier. You were talking about Snoop Dogg doing wine. Wouldn't it be something to see him crip walking a bucket of grapes, bro? <laughs> <laughs> she walked to this. You and I are kindred spirits. You and I are forever connected because we think about these things. Snoop Dogg, the sommelier. I'm glad that's on your mind, Jeff. Jeff I'm going to tag you in my Snoop wine video later. Just be prepared. Yeah, please do. Please do. My question for you guys, though, is this. Who has caused more heartache, turmoil, and heartbreak for professional athletes throughout their career by taking championships and victories straight out of their hands between Michael Jordan and Tom Brady? I mean, you think about how many champions or how many people would have eventually went on to win championships had these two individuals not been around. Jeff, are you on a satellite media tour from Snoop Dogg today? Because I feel like I've heard you make the rounds on Sports Talk Radio, putting this hot topic out into the... I was on Dan Patrick earlier, and I had... (laughs) What it is is this. I hang out in the barbershop, and you know how you get get to kicking it around with your boys, and we, we were just kicking it, and we thought... Who has caused more heartbreak? Who has caused more professionals to cry at night? (laughs) It's easy for me, uh, Jeff. I appreciate the call. I'll take championships away from them. I appreciate the call. It's easy for me. It's Michael Jordan because Michael Jordan uh, is the reason why Patrick Ewing doesn't have a title. Carl Malone doesn't have a title. Reggie Miller didn't have a title. Clyde Drexler had to go to Houston, wait for Jordan to retire have a title, John Stockton, the entire dream team, basically all his dream teamers didn't see the uh, Golden State Warriors get one with Chris Mullen, basically everyone he played alongside of on the dream team, Charles Barkley, he was Thanos in the 90s, came through, grabbed all the titles, crushed everyone's hopes and dreams in their hand. Well, obviously in terms of sheer numbers, it's Brady, you know, because he got seven titles, opposed 50, to yeah, six. seven titles. Well, 53 men on, on a football team didn't get a ring. So I'm saying in that type of number and sheer volume, it's obviously Tom. Brady. Oh, yeah, I but like to look at it like this in like, terms of who, what great players right, exactly. now. Didn't exactly. get well, look at the other stars of his era. Yeah. Drew Brees yeah. got a ring. Ben Roethlisberger got a ring. Go. Aaron Rodgers Russell got a Wilson ring. has a ring. Rodgers has a ring. Peyton got two. Peyton. Like who, what great player well, Hall from famers. this from that era, from right. Brady's era, right. didn't at least... Like Donovan know. McNabb is maybe the best yeah. quarterback in the Brady era to not win a Super Bowl. But not going to make the Hall of Fame, though. So it's just like, what Hall of Famers did Tom prevent to win? Philip Rivers might yeah, be the you, only one in yeah, San Diego. Yeah, you could Diego. probably come up with a list, but if you look at the Hall of Famers, yeah. Mike prevented from yeah, winning... From winning championships, it's a laundry list, yeah. laundry list like Stockton, Malone, Drexler, yeah, Barkley, like look at Reggie all the Miller, great quarterbacks Barkley. who played while Brady was playing. Russell Wilson, he got a ring. Yeah. Roethlisberger got several. Yeah. Drew Brees got a ring. Yeah, basically all the greats. Michael Vick didn't. Michael no. Vick and Donovan McNabb might be the best quarterbacks of the last twenty-two years to not have a ring. I'm trying to think off the top right now, Philip Rivers on that list. But Drew Brees got one. Yeah. Russ got one. Matt yeah, Ryan, yeah. obviously, on that list. Yeah, Peyton, yeah. yeah Matt Ryan's. Matt Ryan that wins list. that Super Bowl. Eli's maybe he's rings. a Brockman Hall of Famer. <laughs> but Jordan's list? It's, it's Ewing, insane. Barkley. I mean, they do. In the last dance, they Shaq show you. had to they wait for Jordan to retire. Yeah. They show you what he did. If you, if you watch the last dance. Yeah. That's a great question, Reggie by Jeff. Miller. That is actually great, Jeff. 
I love that Jeff's making the rounds, calling up DP in the morning, calling the Rich Eisen show, doing a satellite media tour. He's just rolling calls today. Well, Jeff is very, he's loyal to us and Dan. He's, you know. He's, Jeff in the D. Yeah, Jeff is, great. Jeff is great with these barbershop topics. Yeah. Love him. Jordan had to ruin Isaiah getting a third title. He had to end Magic Johnson in Showtime. <laughs> he had to destroy Patrick Ewing's hopes and dreams for an NBA championship on many an occasion. Gary Payton didn't get, had to go to Miami, wait for Mike to retire. There's a lot of star players from that era who Mike kept on the outside. Someone who's going to get a chance at a ring, though, this year. Carmelo Anthony. Oh, Guys, God. it's still not real to me. Well, because it hasn't happened. It's crazy. <laughs> it I've been driving around Los Angeles just looking in cigar lounges and hat stores. <laughs> just hoping you might I'm catch a glimpse. I'm outside Nick Fouquet every day on Abbott Kinney looking for Carmelo, buying hats. I mean, and where do we go? Do we go to Malibu to look for Mello? Do we go to Marina Del Rey? Do we go to Manhattan Malibu, Beach? Where is Mello? Where is Mello going to rest at? That's I'm what here we in Palos know. Verdes. I'm hearing, I'm hearing Cigar Lounge at Terrania. TV, Mike, you said TV. TV is the up and, it, it's, it's been around, but it's the up and coming place for people to move now. It's like huge. Ma- Malibu, Mello sitting on the pier there, <laughs> overlooking the Pacific with a Cohiba and a chilled rose. <laughs> Going to Malibu Farms, having a sensible, as Ben Lyons looks, I mean, likes to say, lunch and, or breakfast yeah, at Malibu Farms. You want Farms. to have a colorful plate. You want to have a vibrant plate. You <laughs> don't want to have that Luca Doncic beige. You know? You're also forgetting downtown's got a lot of nice new penthouses. That's you true. don't need to go That's far. True. You're right but that you keep that, one man. down there and you have your... I'm First of all, I, I don't want to company. live too far away from El Segundo. That's the thing. Like, you don't want to be traveling too far in this LA traffic. That's true. Your practice, we'll Lakers practice, practice right facility, for you don't know, it's literally we could throw a rock and hit it from the studio. So maybe he's El Segundo Mello. I like how Ooh, much concern you know, the entire Mello? team here at the Rich Eisen Show is putting into Mello's <laughs> I mean, safety and whereabouts. I really appreciate it, but something tells me Carmelo's going to be just fine here Absolutely. in Los Angeles. <laughs> but I, I want to know I can walk into my local, you, you know, Ralph's and see Mello in there, maybe. You, first know. of all, Mello's not going to Ralph's. Can you see Mello up in Air One just like examining which kumquat to select? I mean, Adam, Adam in the back. Feeling out the plumpness of plums. Adam in the back saw Phil Jackson right around the corner from TV's well, place one day. True. Adam in the back is in my doghouse because he saw R.J. Barrett at the Grove, and R.J.'s <laughs> oh, not no, on this show. A lot of he, so eight four four two zero four rich. If you want to give Adam the business for not getting R.J. Barrett on the show, please true. call us up. Celebrity birthdays next. Ben Lyons in for Rich on the day after IQ goes for twenty five <laughs> against the Lakers in Vegas Summer League, leading all scores out there in the desert. That's impressive. TJ's got a signed rookie card. (laughs) Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Check out our new NBA show, Beyond the Arc, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network, where you can find me, John Gonzalez, NBA insider Bill Ryder, and Ashley Nicole Moss, five days a week talking all things NBA. Whether you're looking for insightful discussions, upbeat commentary, breaking news, interviews, or coverage of all the biggest stories in the NBA, our new show is the place to be five days a week. Download and follow Beyond the Arc on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Young Guns. I mean, um, you know, that is a tremendous movie with a tremendous cast. What was it like to be uh, with all of those fellow actors at such a height uh, of so many different moments and careers? Stepping onto that set. Uh, I had done La Bamba. I had done Stand and Deliver. Right. Stepping on that set for me was the moment where I realized I had arrived. You know, La Bamba was a negative pickup through the studio. It was a low-budget film. Stand and Deliver was a micro-low-budget film. And then suddenly I'm on a set with Emilio Estevez and Kiefer Sutherland and Charlie Sheen. And, and you know, I thought, okay, that, that's it. I'm the ethnic member of the Brat Pack. And, uh, and is there a safe-for-work story? You could tell me a good, safe for work story. You know what? Emilio uh, uh, is a massive prankster. Okay. Uh, the very first day of filming, uh, we all got these FedEx packages that were supposedly from Fox Studios mm-hmm. uh, that said, hey, you know, here's what we think of you. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Emilio had sent them, and when you opened it up, it was a cow pie. So uh, it was after that moment, it was on. Okay. Uh, every, <laughs> the practical jokes came fast and furious after that. Is it true that extras on that film were John Bon Jovi and Tom Cruise? Is that a true story or is that, uh, is that false? Uh, that, well, number one, they weren't extras, but uh, it is 100% cameos. true. Cameos in this it, film. Uh, cameos. Okay. Absolutely true. Uh, Tom, Tom Cruise is in the first one. We heavily made him up because he'd never been shot before and he wanted to be. Uh, and that was in the first one. And in the second one, uh, uh, John Bon Jovi got his SAG card by getting shot on camera uh, coming out of the pit. No so, yes, kidding. 100% true. So yes. John Bon Jovi got his Screen Actors Guild card by getting shot in a cameo in Young Guns. That is a true fact yeah. of pop culture. And, and the beauty of it is John wanted to hang around on set for a couple of weeks to write the soundtrack. He wanted to soak up the ambiance. He wanted to get some firsthand experience. And then one night, he's like, hey, let's throw John in there and shoot him. <laughs> no so kidding. That <laughs> yeah. And so Tom Cruise, at this point of his career, had never been shot on camera before, is what you're saying. Like, like no, uh, he never had. Uh, and, and he was a friend of Emilio's from the, uh, the Outsider days. Right? Yeah. And he came to visit. Uh, and was hanging around and, say, and you know, for a goof, said, hey, man, let's shoot me. Uh, so they made him up so he was virtually unrecognizable. But if you freeze frame uh, the, the, uh, the big finale where, you know, uh, Emilio bops out of the trunk at the end, uh, one of the first guys he shoots is Tom. <laughs> that is unbelievable, Lou. I mean, that is absolutely remarkable. Oh, welcome back to the show. Can't believe I'm I'm only doing one more with you guys. I mean, yeah, can I like, still live here though? Yeah, you could say because I've been living in the Rich Eisen Show studios well, like sh- Kanye, just waiting to get the album just right. So the album should be done. Should be done. Like, don't don't they? 
Donde. Donde es Donda. Donde está. Sí. Close. We're almost there. Saw Ernie Johnson went to University of Alabama football practice. Nick Saban known for bringing great Amazing. speakers to speak to his teams. And, and I saw something that Ernie said that I think applies to this opportunity here, filling in for Rich on the Rich Eisen Show. This is not a got job. This is a get job. I get to do this job. I don't got to do this job. I don't have to do this job. I get to do this job. And in life, be mindful of those opportunities where you get to do things. Not that you have to do something. You got to do it. You got to go to work today. You got to go to the store today. You got to go pick up the dry cleaning, whatever it is. But you, you get to do stuff. And that change in the vowel is a change in perspective. And I love Ernie Johnson. I think he's one of the kindest people in this business so kind to me when I was at Turner, introducing me to everyone. Imagine my first day, NBA TV down at Turner, Ernie Johnson's walking me around saying, hey, this is Ben, he's doing the new Twitter show. That's incredible. Yeah. I got to do that, but I get to do this. And that's, that's really special. So I appreciate the opportunity to get to do this. We got to see the Clippers out at Summer League. <laughs> we got to see them presenting themselves to the NBA. That's what Summer League is. As a united front. We have a photo, I believe, of Paul George and Luke Kennard. And we forgot <laughs> oh, to mention yeah. out there. <laughs> I made a little clippers <laughs> for our radio audience <laughs> listening. We see Mike Del Tufo <laughs> wearing the Kawhi's Kawhi right next to the claw he- himself. No, those are mine. Those, those are the Del Tufo's. That's Terrence Mann, those are the Luke Kennard, Paul George, <laughs> Kawhi, and Del Tufo. Oh, amazing. Oh. <laughs> Wait, who did he replace? Uh, Richie Jackson. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Often I mean, mistaken for Bobby Schmurder, oh, Mike Del Tufo. That is so good. Mike, Mike, did you have a good time with the Clippers? I had a good time with them out there. We were, we were a good time. What did you guys do after the game? I can't tell. We, we Family keep show. Oh, yeah, because Kawhi keeps his business yeah, very exactly. quiet, right. so that makes sense Family for you. Show, yes. Mike. Family I will show. say we did a lot of this. <laughs> <laughs> we laughed a lot. What do you do, baby? <laughs> what do you do, baby? Family show. Hey, hey, hey. Family. Hey, hey. This date in 1988, Young Guns was released. What else happened on this cowboy. date? Young Guns. Oh, man, great flick. What else I, happened on this date? Uh, let me see. You always hit me with this. I guess I need to have the list ready. I always forget yeah. that. After 13 shows, last segment, we usually do celebrity birthdays, but that's all right. We'll get it right by show 14. Yeah, yeah, we'll get it right. Hold on, I lost it. It's like a Smitch email, and then I got to find it. Keep, yeah, keep going. Tell a story, yeah, Ben. Tell a story. <laughs> tell us a story. You got something. Come on, Ben. I got to oh, tell I a story. Really Come on, back here. Uh, I could tell a story about the time Bobby Brown almost tried to kill me at a Benihana. I could tell <laughs> that story. I've already told that right. one, I think. That's your prerogative. The story just so you of when know. I did the Oscars with Stephen A. Smith, parasite. They were inside the house. They were outside the house. That's what you saw. <laughs> he, so he's not a big parasite guy, Stephen A. I thought Quentin Tarantino was robbed. I mean, you had Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio. What more do you want? <laughs> Thank you for the expert wow. Oscar analysis, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, I did do this, the Oscars with Stephen A. Smith. There's a few, I, I found it, Brockman. If you want me to, Sir Mixalot is 58 guys. Ooh, Sir Mixalot like 58. Big. He slept on uh, Sir Mix-a-Lot's song. Put him on the glass. Yeah, yeah. The love of, slept on by who though? That's the question. I mean, yeah, exactly. Love. I mean, it's Tyson Fury, Brockman, and yeah, Tyson Fury, the heavyweight uh, champ, yeah. uh, uh, NBA champion and gold medalist Chris Middleton. Chris Middleton is thirty today. Looks NBA forty-two. Champ. Currently, can be found at an LA Fitness near you. Never getting <laughs> off the court, buckets, playing bro. 
pickup game after pickup game. That's what his game is like to me. It's like the guy, you go to the gym, you say, I got next, and all of a sudden you're like, oh, that guy hasn't left the court in He's five games. It's going to mid-range jumper wow. you to death. Casey Affleck, 46? Yeah. Casey Affleck. Lakeith Stanfield, Casey 30? Affleck's uncle, Marty Berman, my guitar teacher growing up. Oh. Saw Casey once at a Wiz Khalifa show out at Sundance, standing by himself. I said, Casey, your Uncle Marty taught me guitar. He looked at me like I was crazy. <laughs> George, ha- George Hamilton, the greatest tan oh. in the United States. Love George 82 Hamilton. 82 today, George Hamilton. My parents wow. were visiting me once in L.A. We were at a yogurt shop in Beverly Hills. My dad loves Jay Leno. Who walks into the yogurt shop? Jay Leno. My dad's losing it. Oh, my God, I saved all your top ten lists. So cool. Wow, L.A.'s the best, Ben. We walk out of the yogurt shop, George Hamilton having a sensible <laughs> yogurt after dinner and a nice walk before getting to the valet. My dad's like, what is this? <laughs> George Hamilton, I guess, Hamilton, for people of, of my generation... Our generation, we're all the same age. Like, why is he famous? He's just famous for being famous and having a great tan. Like, what was he in? I think he's popped up in some movies over the years. Uh, now you're gonna make me do. A, yeah. Uh, now I'm, I mean? now I'm gonna get an angry George, email from yeah. my dad about George yeah, Hamilton's like, IMDb resume that I I'm should. Be look I get it, but has he been in a movie like, like since the seventies? Awesome Powers movies. He pops up in he those was in movies. A, uh, the, the, uh, uh, like a uh, I'm like his right. last like movie was probably shows. Filmography. You know what I'm saying? Known for having a great tan. He's got a lot. Famous for being famous, though. Like famous for being famous. Love at first bites the big '80s movie that I know. I remember that. that You know that one, T.J. Also, a great that guy who was a phenomenal president of the United States in a bunch of different movies, including National Treasures Two. Bruce Greenwood. A lot of National Treasure talk. Bruce Greenwood definitely on the list of. Oh yeah, I know that guy. I know that guy. Great that guy. I like. I've interviewed Bruce a few times. Great movie that guy. Some Always amazing makes it sports the junket. guys. Always makes it into the junket. When you work at the E Channel, somehow the Bruce Greenwood interview doesn't make the final piece for air. Unfortunately, <laughs> just not famous. Just more enough. on Gwyneth's arms. That's all they want. It's <laughs> not famous enough. Ridiculous. One of my favorite. You talk about favorite athletes of all time. One of mine definitely did the Walker Wiggle back in the day. Antoine Walker's 45. Oh, man. I love Antoine Walker. I hope he's doing well. Employee number eight. I get baskets. Yeah. They they always give the shimmy credit to Steph or even Mark Jackson, but Antoine Walker. Antoine Walker. He's got some shimmy status, I think. The OG shimmy shimmy certified. Antoine Walker. Technically, Mark Jackson did it before Antoine, but Antoine did it before Steph. True. 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 Uh, We talked about going undefeated and how the Patriots were oh so close that 2007 season. You know who caught the game winning touchdown in that game? Plaxico Burris. Plaxico right. Burris is 44 today. Plaxico Burris. He was a great receiver. Michigan State. Yeah. yeah, terrific with the Giants. Also Pittsburgh. He was a beast. Beast. Plaxico. Beast back in the day. Plax. I wonder what the number of people named Plaxico numbers looked like in the state of Pennsylvania while he was playing wide receiver. If there are any Plaxicos <laughs> born in the state of Pennsylvania. I would say this, whereas the name Jalen got picked up quite a bit after Jalen Rose, I don't think Plaxico caught on. Not a lot of Plaxicos <laughs> out there. We're not going to get a 30 for 30. Don't the Plaxico so. effect. I mean, there's like there's like 32 Jalens in the NBA right, right. now. I <laughs> right? don't know that there's a Plaxico in the entire Jaylen sports world. convinced that his late mother... Rest her soul invented the name Jalen. I, I don't think that's true. There have been a lot I, of parents who have said Jalen was the inspiration for why they named their Jalen, but I don't know why Jalen Ramsey is named Jalen. <laughs> Good question. Maybe we'll ask him next time. Find we'll out if there are any Plaxicos. If you're listening to the show and your name is Plaxico, please <laughs> tweet us. 
Call us, 844-204-RICH. Say hi to Adam. Say, hey, Adam, it's Plaxico. <laughs> First time, long time. <laughs> Hope to do it again tomorrow and have you a part of it. Ben Lyons in for Rich. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Peace. Quickly leading all scorers in Vegas.